Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Money Breakthrough Summit for Spiritual Entrepreneurs. This is Helene Harris, and I'm so excited, and I appreciate you being here with us today for our very knowledgeable and powerful entrepreneur, Deborah Scott. And I want to welcome you, Deborah. And she's going to be speaking about social media for the rest of us, and I'm going to tell you more about it later. So welcome, Deborah. Well, thank you, you like so much. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here and you decided to join us. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start with a brief relaxation process to put everyone in the right mood and to allow each one who's listening to begin to listen and access the information and the learnings and teachings that are so important and valuable today. So let's start by surrounding you with light and breathing in relaxation and breathe out stress, letting go, letting go. And feel that light coming in through the crown of your head, relaxing the muscles in your head and your face, your jaws, and your neck and throat. And feel that light now moving into your shoulders. Ah, And let out a sigh of letting go so that you can feel your body energy relaxing more fully. And as you breathe in that light, feel it going down your arms and your hands and all the way down into your fingertips. And imagine just releasing any stress or tension out through your fingertips now. And as you breathe in that light, feel it moving into your heart and opening your heart to you. For this is about loving you and doing what's best for your highest good. And feel that light now moving down in your torso and to your solar plexus area and your tummy and all the way down your mid-back and low-back, buttocks, all the way down into the lower torso and feel that light even moving down into your legs and your feet and all the way out through your toes and allow that beautiful golden white light to relax you more fully. And I suggest that you call in spirit or God or whatever word works for you and the angels, your guardian angel and guides and your higher self And you might even ask for your business guides, your business team and prosperity team to be here. And I ask for each one to be guided and assisted with greater clarity and guidance for what is for you the most valuable insights from our call today with Deb, and that you can gain what's most important for you. And what I want to do now is have you all get clear And I want to introduce Deb Scott to you and tell you a bit more about her. She's a four-time award-winning author of The Sky is Green and the Grass is Blue, and it's actually a Kindle top 10 bestseller. And she's top-rated in 21 categories and best podcast winner for the Best People We Know show with over a million global listeners and a top 1% cred social media influencer. And Deb has spent 20 years as a cardiovascular surgical specialist, winning numerous awards for outstanding sales and leadership skills. Now, in her personal life, Deb has battled sexual abuse, others' alcoholism, dysfunctional relationships. Hey, I know that one well, Deb. (laughs) Depression. And she was the sole caregiver to both her parents who fought cancer to their death and even experienced financial devastation. I have a hunch many of us have gone through that one. And today, Deb helps people turn things around in their business or the business of even living with the discovery of the amazing you. And she wants you to know that you're a gift and it's time to unwrap yourself. So welcome, Deb. I'm so glad you're here. I am 
feeling the sunshine over there and the warm weather. Thank oh, you yeah, very much nice. for bringing that all in. <laughs> and that, in that beautiful introduction with the relaxation, it might be hard for me to do. I'm like so relaxed now from listening to your therapeutic <laughs> oh, voice. It's like, oh, I think I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> Well, between that and the 106 weather, but thank heavens we have very good air conditioning here. Oh my goodness! Well, thank you so very much. It's great. It's great to be part of your amazing breakthrough summit. We all need a little help from our friends, don't we? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We may teach it to others, and we still. I'm always learning more, so I'm excited to find out about your topic. But what I'd like to know first is how did you get to doing what you do now? Hmm. What brought you to doing business and this kind of thing from where you came from your background, you know? Yeah, I know, because it's kind of strange. How do you go from getting a biology degree to being in cardiac surgery sales for 20 years yeah. and then do speaking and talking and writing and all of that? And let me tell you, God told me my life is really none of my business, and some others may feel the same way. It really, it really happened as a result of um, stopping my career in medical sales to be the sole caregiver for my parents, and it was something that just naturally happened. I was actually intending to have uh, more of a travel sabbatical, and then my mom got ill, and I ended up taking care of her. And then she passed away a year later, and then my dad ended up passing away the year after that. Mm. And it just went from one thing to another. But one of the things, Helene, that my mother made me promise to do before she passed away Mm -hmm. was finish my book, The Ah. Sky is Green and the Grass is Blue, because I had been speaking to her about it. And so it really just all continued the momentum from there, and here yes, we are today. Tell. Yeah, I understand. But then you not only finished your book. Briefly, can you share what the book is about? Um, well, I think that the book is for anybody that's had one of those moments that said, you know, this just seems a little upside down. Something's not right here, you know? Like, they're telling me the sky is green, but I'm seeing that it's supposed to be blue, or you're telling me it's blue and it's green. What's going on here? So it's a, it's it's those things that we learn the most. Right. When we have to teach them, we learn them the most. When we go through them, we have those experiences that really change us and in our own quest, I think. We mm-hmm. learn things, and and then that creates, I don't know, a desire to want to share and help others. So right. these are the tools that helped me in my life to turn things around. And then, of course, as a result of the book, I got into social media because if you have a message, like many of your listeners, if they're mm-hmm. authors or small business owners or entrepreneurs, it's like, okay. I've got this message, but how do I connect with people so that they know I'm here? How do they know I have the solution to their problem if I'm not on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or Google Plus or whatever it is that today seems to be surrounding us in in making the world such a small family around the globe? And um, these are things that I wish somebody had told me and it's really a great privilege and honor and a lot of fun to be able to share them with everybody today. So that's really what drew you to social media was the need to popularize your book, actually. Yes, and also the blog talk radio show. Uh-huh. Um, and so all of those things tied together. And mm-hmm. it's it's still a learning process, as you so elegantly stated. <laughs> Nobody gets learning. a graduation from life certificate if you're still here, you know. I do know that. <laughs> so that's that that's basically been, um, you know, the need that I had to get the answers to things that I wanted to know, and trying to make it as simple and easy as possible, and really condense things without a lot of extra stuff because I am of that, uh, you know, era that didn't grow up with all of these things. Mm. You know, back when I was in medical sales, 
a beeper was a status symbol, you know, the pager. <laughs> I remember I had that years ago, too. <laughs> My goodness, it's it's unbelievable, you know, know. what's going on now. So, I know, it's a different world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and towards that end, it's important, I think, for all of us as um, business owners mm-hmm. and people that have a message, you know, that we do learn a few of these things because it's important because we all have, as you said, if everybody's a gift, we need to unwrap ourselves. But if people don't know that we're here, it's hard to help them. For sure. And I think many people are being called now to bring their gifts and skills out, and they don't know how to do it so well. I mean, that's what I find in helping people bring their businesses into the world and and making money at it. You know, that's what I love doing. So... But you're talking about social media. Why should people be using the four different ways, the four different platforms of social media? Mm-hmm. Well, I like to think of it in terms of basic daily functions. So if you go to the grocery store in your car instead mm-hmm. of a horse and buggy right. or walking, you know, you can still get to the grocery store, today's <laughs> yes, grocery store, by walking or mm-hmm. in a horse and buggy or on your bicycle or in your car. But, you know, if you want to get there quick and efficiently and comfortably, you're probably going to take your car. So right. you don't have to be on Twitter. You don't have to be on Facebook. You don't have to be on LinkedIn. You don't have to be on Google+. Plus. But I would suggest that once you learn how to drive these four big platforms, just like you did, you know, going through driver's ed with your car, you're going to find it much more comfortable, really convenient, more efficient, and the groceries go in the car better, and your message (laughs) will go in Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Google Plus better. So So you think those are the main platforms to really use? I do. I do. I mean, there's tons of stuff out there. Oh, I know. I I get confused by them. Yeah, I know. It's too much. It is. Every other day I find a new platform. I keep being emailed about them. So what what are some of the differences between them or the advantages? So how would people know what's best to use and when? Okay. So the four platforms that I'm going to suggest we all need to at least be on would be Twitter. And I'm going to give you analogies another basic everyday function analogy i'm going to use food so okay. uh, I, a food analogy okay a food analogy. A, a food analogy so twitter is like the big buffet party uh. so when you go to a buffet you have lots of choices and you take little bite sized uh, tasting tests you know you mm. just try things out and they're very small bites And that's what Twitter is. It's 140 characters. It's a short little message you attach a link to. It's just a little appetizer for someone to say, huh, I think that looks like I'd like to try that. And then when you try it, then you might want to get a little bit more. But Twitter is like the big buffet. Facebook, I mean, I'm just trying to keep it. Because I need simple things. So these are the simple things that have worked for me. <laughs> because I don't want to get too confusing. I like your approach. Simple works much better for me, too. So. Oh, my gosh. I, got and I have a hunt for many of our listeners. Well, Facebook, um, a lot of people are on Facebook. To me, the Facebook would be the family meal. Because you're taking the time to get a little bit more personal. You're tagging people individually. You know, even in our social media summit with all the speakers, you know, I tagged everybody so that we're all together on that one post, that happy little family there, and then sharing that with everybody else from the family. But you've got to kind of get a personal invitation. So I think of Facebook as the family meal. You're taking a little time to get up close and personal with the ones that you love. And that, to me, is is a great way of, of thinking about Facebook. LinkedIn would be the business dinner. Right. You know, when you go to a business dinner, you know that you're cutting to the chase. You know that there's <laughs> serious stuff, right? Yeah, serious You're stuff. dressed up in the suit. You're not mm-hmm. coming in with your diamonds dangling in your high heels. You're there for business. You know mm-hmm. you're going to network. You know what the type of talk's going to be. Everybody else is there for the same reason, and that's really what LinkedIn is. It's 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 really a business-focused 
um, very targeted venue for people that are are there on a mission. And Ooh. Google Plus, I don't know that I'm Google Plus to me has more possibilities, but it is the most difficult to get a grasp on. And I would consider that more of a cocktail and dessert type of uh, way of being because they have video hangouts. Um, you, you know, I mean, because you're really getting a little bit more intimate. You're, you can email people in that venue one-on-one, but you can also belong to groups. The video Google Hangouts are really big, and a lot of people like to use that as a teaching venue um, for classes mm-hmm. and courses as well. So you're really getting up close and personal. And those are the four that I suggest you know, you sh- everybody should be on. Hmm. So it's interesting the way you describe them. Uh, so what are the advantages then? With okay. Well, you really did share some of the advantages, but what can people expect the results might be for their business with this? Right, right. Well, as everything is interconnected, like we are all in this global summit, you know, mm-hmm. every, the world is smaller. What we what I've discovered is that one venue helps the other. So here's another analogy: you get dressed. If you're a lady on the call or a guy, you know sometimes you have a wallet or a purse. You have an accessory. You have shoes. You have clothing. But it it makes up your entire wardrobe. You can accessorize. You can use the basics, the staples, the different parts. But all of those individual things together you know, whether it's something you put in your hair or around your neck or your jacket, shoes, socks, just like you did that body scan with us in the mm-hmm. relaxation. Right. Each part in of itself together with the other small parts creates a whole. So it's not as though a person that you're trying to reach is only on Twitter or only on Facebook. You don't just wear one piece of clothing. But you do have different um, target audiences. So if you're on Twitter Mm -hmm. and you have something that you just you want to get out in a way that shares a link with a specific target um, topic that's searchable, that would be quick and easy because it's short and sweet. And then you're bringing them to a link. And that link might be on your Facebook page where they can get more information. Or it might be something that you've posted on Google+. And then when you post it in Google+, it propagates into, guess what, the Google search engine. And oh, how does, that's the advantage of Google Plus then. Exactly. And then what happens mm. in Google Plus with the search engine? Well, once you've made connections on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn, or Google Plus, guess what? The search engine knows that you're connected to those people. So the person that you're connected to will come up ahead of other people in your Google searches. Oh. So that's this is the advantage of networking and hmm. I'll give an example with your summit. If yeah. I am looking for the breakthrough summit information that mm-hmm. you have and I put your name in, if I'm connected to you on Facebook or Google Plus or any place else of those four platforms, you're gonna come up in my search engine ahead of someone that I'm not connected to in any of those four platforms. Got it. Mm -hmm. So you can see how powerful, how very powerful this is for you and your business to expand and grow in exponential ways that you could never do on an individual basis. Oh, my. You know, it really is amazing to me how much every day I learn more and more. But you know what? You don't have to understand how something works to be able to enjoy the benefit of it. Because <laughs> you know, this I, laptop, I, 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 I still believe, don't get Google Plus fully. I'm I'm working on it, but <laughs> so I can use the help here. Yes, and you know what? You ne- I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something like the graduation of life that we both agree 
we're never going to get. Right. It, it, it's never going to happen with social media because as soon as you get it down, they go and change it. <laughs> I found that true. <laughs> so it's an ongoing process, and if you can measure success by the fact that you just have a profile and that you're there and you're going to learn by doing and get some tips from today and keep doing the research and connect with other like-minded individuals, you know, you're already ahead of where you were before this call. So it's it's going to change all the time. Prom- I can promise you that. <laughs> so, you know, from the sounds of it, it, it sounds like you think if someone's first starting with social media, which of these platforms do they need to begin with or all at once? It's hard for people to think in terms of doing all four at one time if if they're fairly new to it. Mm-hmm. What would you suggest as someone who's newer at something like this in a, a newer business? Okay, well, I, I would say that you do want to be on all four. And which which one of the four you pick to start today, I think if you follow some of the directions that we're sharing here today, and I did have a social media for the rest of us ebook that became a number one bestseller, and it's it's under $2, and plus there's a lot of other tips that you're sharing I really do think that it's not that difficult or overwhelming to just get get a, an account created. I mean, That's it's as true. easy as writing your name and putting a couple things about you in there, so it shouldn't be super difficult. And once you've got that established, then you can do a little bit more each time. Facebook is the most popular by far. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, you definitely want to do that. And the reason you want to have a Facebook page and a fan page is, number one, you can't get a fan page without having a Facebook individual page. So then you have two pages. And then you have two pages. Right. But but you can work them in tandem, and you don't have mm-hmm. to have two pages if you don't want, but that's probably the easiest thing mm-hmm. for people to start with. And, you know, I love Twitter. I love Twitter. I know you do. You're on there a lot. I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Because where else can you put, it's like 140 characters, and when you learn that you can use it to search, you can find people. I mean, for example, you asked me, what's the bottom line? What's the advantage? Well, Mm -hmm. you know, I can tell you that Twitter's probably, Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and Google Plus have helped both of my books become bestsellers. They've They've helped without a doubt because people find things that way i've gotten incredible radio guests from twitter i um deborah norville on tv i was mm-hmm. she liked a quote i had and we were going back and forth on twitter and i was you know i would love for you to come on the radio show and share your shine with us and that's how deborah norville came on the show there you go I mean, you just have no idea how many people you can connect with through these media. So whether you're looking for clients, whether you're looking for guests, whether you're looking to promote a product, a service, um, whether you're just searching for information, whether you're looking for a mastermind or or, or a telesummit by Helene Harris. I mean, whatever it is, you can right. find it in one of these four places. It's just unbelievable how many infinite possibilities there are for just about anything that you're you're trying to solve. That seems absolutely amazing to me, how much you can do on social media. But the thing is, the time it takes. How do you deal with the time to do all that, plus your business? That's right. (laughs) Well, you know, that's a really good question because it's not either or. It's more like, you know, including an and because you do it all together so that all the forward momentum – is still going in the same direction. Okay. And I think it's probably like being a parent, cooking a meal, doing anything else. Hmm. What I like to think of social media being online is exactly the same thing that it is offline. So whether you're meeting somebody on Twitter or you're meeting them on Facebook, you're still meeting a real person to a real person. And what's the advantage of that? The advantage of that is you're meeting a real person. And and that networking is always going to grow something good if you're 
I mean, you have no idea. It could be you meet somebody and then that person introduces you to somebody else. So the time it takes is like anything else in life. I try to do morning, afternoon, and evening regular follow-ups on everything. And I do have some things, not forever, not for hours a day. It, It depends. Sometimes I can get in there and I can just get so enamored that you can lose time, but you want to keep structure in it. And then the more you do it, you can do some things automated, but you don't want that to be everything that you're doing. You just want that to be as a supplement of other things. But it's like your business, having a website. People in the U.K. are five-hour difference from where you are. You might be able to help them, but you might not be up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, however, <laughs> however, you might have something that you want to offer them to let them know who you are, what you do, how it could be of benefit to them, and then you can continue the possibilities from there. But you want to at least get in touch with that person and contact them if that's an area in the country that you would service. And I know that you do because you have clients all over the world. Yeah, I do. So, you do too. Yes, well, you know, there's, there's 7 billion people on the planet. And <laughs> believe me, there's a lot of people that need what all of us have, and it's just a matter of finding them. Um, there's not for lack of want or need because each person is very unique in their gifts and their talents. It's just a matter of matching the right person up, and that's where social media will help. I mean, 7 billion people on the planet, that's a lot of people. I think the odds are in our favor. <laughs> so you're basically matching people up with those people they resonate with or they have that vibrational energy linkage. Mhm, mhm. So, for example, I'll give you an example with um, with Twitter. Okay. If you're an author mm-hmm. and you're trying to find people that do blog tours, or you're trying to find um, spiritual um, people that need spiritual healing, right? If you know, whatever it is that you're listening to, think of what it is that you have to offer. A hashtag is a number sign. And everything in Twitter that you put a hashtag in front of the word is searchable. So if I put in, once I've got my profile on Twitter, if I put in the search bar, hashtag the number sign, that's all that is, is a number sign, um, book promotions, or blog tours, or books, or self-help, or healing, um, or anything, just pick anything, and you punch that in, you're going to get all sorts of information that has that word in it. And what is that going to do for you? Well, it's going to tell you who's interested in that word. It's going to tell you who's offering something in that word. It's going to tell you where your clients are, what they're talking about. Um, what are they looking for answers on? I mean, it is an incredible amount of knowledge and information. It's like going to Webster's Dictionary and trying to get a definition for a word. It's just, it's just, it's just so awesome how much information just by being tapped into these areas that you can really, I would say, make better use of your time. So when you're saying to me initially, how do you find the time to do that? Oh, my gosh, I'm saving time because I'm getting the answers I need right away rather than searching all over the place trying to figure out what does my customer want, what does my client want, what's the big topic of the day, what are people talking about, what do people need. So how can I afford not to be doing this is really the question. I never would have thought of using social media or or Twitter, especially for searchable things like this. Yeah. What a concept. Thank you. Well, this is, and you know, it's like you don't know what you don't know. It's unbelievable. (laughs) And I had to learn, and I'm, you know, and I'm learning the hard way. And there's all new things that each one of these four groups offers um, that every day it's changing and expanding and growing. But, you know, 
we can't cover it all in this amount of time, but it gives you an idea of the possibilities. Oh, absolutely, and and you've just enlarged my concept of how one can use Twitter because I didn't even know. I wouldn't have thought of using it to search for these things. Right, right. And in that sense, see, it's a time saver. But I tell you what, unfortunately, like every language, before you become fluent, you have to make a few mistakes <laughs> and, and, and sound a little silly, right? I, I'm no, not a but big. It's true. We have erasers yeah. on pencils, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we have delete on computers now. <laughs> right, right. But once you get the language down, Helene, it's amazing. You can start talking to people that you could never communicate with in any other way. It's like, you know, you go to Brazil, you go to France, you go to Spain, wherever it is. You speak the language. You immerse yourself in it. You, you you learn. You make your mistakes. But the more you do it, the better you get at it. And that's what these are like. And then you start having some fun. You get some successes. You realize that it can save you some time. It can increase your business and your connections. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, did I really think that this was difficult? This is like, mm. you know, this is second nature now. That's true. I can understand that. So do you have some stories to share about especially what not to do when you're starting out and then what to do? Right. Well, here's my first thing that I really want people to know to definitely don't do this, okay? okay. And this is really important. Don't do this, okay. Don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> don't believe that everything is about how many followers you have or how many Facebook fans you have, or uh, how many people you have that you're following, or how many, or how many, or how many. No, because in the world of social media, just like the real world, people are not always as honest as you and I and all of us here. <laughs> so I learned how to spot the frauds early on with the help of my website designer, and in social media, there's people that look really impressive with 200,000 followers or 50,000 fans on their Facebook page. But guess what? There's people that learned how to sell fake followers called bots and fake fans. What? Oh, so you could have somebody, and I go through this in my ebook, but you could have somebody that has 200,000 followers and you can find out very easily that they just bought those followers. So maybe they have 2,000 followers in real life, oh. and they bought all the rest. Well, you know what? Fake followers are going to get you fraudulent results. So you might want to stay away from that person. People can like Facebook pages, you know, and you could have thousands and thousands and thousands of people liking a Facebook page. Right. And there's companies that do that for people, but they're not really people. So they look good on the outside like any shiny object, but they're really counterfeit. So you don't want to get really caught off guard with the numbers game. You want to focus on you focusing on finding quality people, real people, real connections, real results. And I'll tell you how to spot, and I, again, I talk about this more in detail, but I'll give you an example on Twitter and okay. Facebook. Okay, so if you go on Facebook and you see somebody who has 10,000 likes and right. you go into their insights page and there's only two people talking about it, chances are that if you've got 10,000 likes, there's more than two people talking. That's mm. usually the sign of somebody that just bought a lot of people to like it, uh. like the page. Usually it's pretty close, you know, if you have 80,000 people and there's 20,000 people talking, if 80,000 people like your page, 20,000 people are talking about it, that's probably pretty typical. You can mm, also tell yeah, by how many sense. posts. Yeah. So you really want to look at the numbers. You just don't want to take anything for face value. You want to look a little bit more. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. You know, you can tell by how many shares. If you've got 10,000 likes on a page and there's no shares, no discussions, you can see even without going to the Insight page. Because mm. usually people that have big numbers like that usually have a 1,000 shares or a couple hundred here and there. Yeah, they so do. You, right. You, mm -hmm. So it's very easy to tell. Same thing with Twitter. You can click on a little link called 
followers and you can see who's following those people. And if none of them speak English and none of them have any description, <laughs> then oh, probably oh, not oh, real. You know, if they don't look like real, real people, they probably aren't. But I think that that's one of the big things that I, I – I really would encourage people to not get caught up in those number mm -hmm. games. Focus on finding the real people with the real results, and oh, well, you'll be much better off. Well, I think that's the only thing in the long run that's going to make a difference in your business is if you have real followers who are real people. And, and I think what you said is real people and real connections. Uh, so it's taking the time to create the connections with the people. Mm-hmm. And like anything else in life, online or offline, it's about a dialogue. You yeah. know, it's communication. And and that's the same regardless of whether you see person a person face-to-face -face or offline. So, you know, those are those, that would be my number one thing to not do is get caught up in the uh, the numbers game. Well, actually, I think that's a big one not to get caught up in. So... I really appreciate that. Anything else that you're saying is important? Um, well, the the one thing I would say to remember mm -hmm. is to remember to be you. There's no right or wrong, and you would teach that as you do in your spiritual work. Yeah. You want to be you. There's no other way. There is no other way. <laughs> you and you want to be you. <laughs> and authentic. Yes. And yes. You really want to be patient with yourself and have some fun. And it seems simple, but everybody has their own personality on social media, just like they do in real life. And people can tell if you're having fun. People can tell if you're being honest. Mm. People can tell if you care about them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's in my medical sales business, and I take this as a segue from that business to this business. You know, I always sold a lot of product, and I didn't always work for the number one company. And, you know, I had a lot of people that thought I was crazy for this, but I probably spent as much time observing the surgeons using my competitor's product as I did my own. Hmm. And why is that important? Because if you don't know what your competition has, mm -hmm. if you don't know what other people are offering, if you don't know the other conversations that are going on, if you can't be a good consultant to your clients with knowledge and information that is beyond just you and what you do, how can you be a respectable resource that people can trust as an expert in their field? So I think it's really important to have that dialogue and also to look at see what other people are doing what other people are saying, what other people are thinking. If you see a Twitter page and you like it, don't just say, oh, I like that. Ask yourself, why do I like that? What are they doing that's different from somebody else I've seen? How are they interacting? Who's on their list? Who are they communicating with? Who's following them? What are they talking about? What does their website look like? How many social media things are they doing you know what what is what is their story about where are they going for their interviews who's interviewing them what are they talking about what uh, magazines are they writing in i mean there's so much that you can learn just from showing up and isn't that life in general at least it is for me i just have to sh i mean it's amazing what will happen when we show up in our own life right I agree with you, and the the one perspective that I'm really hearing for you that stands out is you question a great deal. You ask a lot of questions of yourself, like, why is this happening? How come it's going that way? What are they like? Who's following them? What's their information? And I think when we're helping other people, we need a lot of other resources because we can't be an expert in everything. Even though yes, sometimes exactly. I think I've tried, I found that there are some things I do better than other things, you know, and I'd rather refer them where they're going to gain more rather than try and do everything well because then we it's a jack of all trades and a master of none. Right. And I love what you just said because that's one of the lessons that I learned the hard way that you've already got down, and that is 
remembering the people that you like and respect in areas that you might not be so good at. Yeah. Because because it, like in Twitter, for example, I make lists of people that do that, people that I think are really great in social media that I look as mentors or people in the spiritual healing mm-hmm. world or whatever, and I, I put them in a list and I put mm-hmm. all their names together so that maybe somebody I'm talking to needs help with that and I can say, hey, wait a minute. I've got somebody I think I came across that might help you. I can't help you, but you know what? I'm going to help you to help you because that's what we do in this world, and it's a spiritual boomerang if there ever was one. And then you give that person that name. So every it's like a leaf on a tree. You don't just have one to get the shade. You have lots of leaves to give you the shade, and that's, I think, what social media can do. And asking questions, you know, I think the best coaches I've worked with have always asked the best questions and uh, that's that, a good point you know yeah, and that true. makes a big difference yeah i do think they ask the best questions but i, I think another piece to it is as i've gr- matured in life shall we say i'm <laughs> grandmother now it's really recognizing that we need a lot more collaboration and that it takes a team to create a business it takes a team to grow a person emotionally, psychically, businessly, uh, business-wise, health-wise. Mm-hmm. And we do much better if we have a team effort. Boy, because you got that right. Because we can't do it I all, agree. even if we've tried. I've I... tried and it didn't work too well. So <laughs> that's what I'm speaking to. You know? Well, you know, and I am, I am echoing that 110,000%. And that's the other thing about social media. You really are who you associate with. And it's like those old cliches, mm-hmm. all the boats rise with the high tide or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're around the right people, and you know this, you are who you associate with. Yep. And if you hang around with the right people, then I think that you, you, you know, it's that, that energy, that, that, that whole movement, that whole collaboration, that yeah. helpfulness, that giving without taking and just in receiving because you're giving, mm-hmm. it does make a difference. And it's no different on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or Google+. It really is not. And that, to me, is so key, what you just said. You are who you associate with. Yeah, and I found that it's a very interesting phenomena. But what I think uh, doing business online, because you see, for most for most of my business life, I was uh, I'm a psychotherapist, so I was just seeing people individually or in workshops and groups. But I hadn't gone online, and it's a whole different world. And Mm -hmm. so it's expanded the horizons that we can reach into, but also that we can reach into for connections. Hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I business, but just connections that, oh, my gosh, I really resonate with what you're saying. And my heart opens to you. You know, it's it's been an amazing uh, growth experience for me to go online. I didn't expect (laughs) to have so many uh, benefits from it, shall we say, beyond business. You're telling believe me, I have a whole list of just therapists because. I love all of the therapists around the world because I learned so much from those teachers such as yourself. I have a whole list of, I I don't even know how many people, and they're in psychology today, and they're participating in in book launches with Mm -hmm. me, and they're writing, and they're meeting clients all over the world on Skype. Uh, It's just amazing to me how... We, you know, I mean, yeah, there's bad things in social media, but that's true of anything. But well, there really yeah. are some great opportunities. And I, I think what I've loved is I didn't know the level of connections that can really occur online. You know, yep. I just first saw it as pure business, and that's to me what social media was all about—only business. And I've been amazed. In, in doing this book, and you're part of that, it's like, oh, some of the people, it's like they're my soul sisters. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you, you know? kind of say, how have I lived my whole life without you? I, I mean, know. it's like. I know, it's... and that has been a gift above and beyond anything I could have imagined. It really is a gift. I mean, it's like, 
It's like Lisa is my new best friend. I mean, I recognize her on the phone when she's calling me. You know, I mean, seriously, you get to know so many people, and it's so it's really a lot of fun. And um, you you do you you can meet amazing, and you hear stories about that on social media yeah. a lot. You know, there's like cancer patients and people that have amazing oh, healing, and you hear about. You re- I mean, I read a story about somebody finding a transplant. It was like a liver yes, or a kidney transplant. Yes. I mean, it's endless. It's endless. And it's, so that gets back to the first question. Why do we want to be on social media? Well, we've just answered kind of our own question. We can't. Have, yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so interesting. You know, you were also mentioning something about what's the best mindset. Okay to have to be successful with social media. What can you say about a successful to be successful? What can what can that be? Right. Well, I would mindset. do I would try to do a little bit every day. Even if you have to do the egg timer and just be happy with whatever you get done. There's going to be some days where it's fun and it's easy and there's fun days where it's like I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. <laughs> or there's going to be some days where it's like I'm not doing this ever again. There'll be some days you say I just wish I've been on this my whole life, you know. It's gonna it's gonna fluctuate, just like everything in life. You have good days, you have bad days. But the thing is it's about progress, not perfection. The perfection ah. is that you've showed up and you're trying. I like that. Progress not perfection. I think for many people in business what I see what stops them is to try to go for perfection. And what I've learned, sometimes you just get it out there and then you can keep improving it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because sometimes if you wait too long you know, there's never a perfect time for anything. That's really true. So, you know, maybe you can start a therapy course for people on social media so that they can have the right mindset. Maybe that's a new niche that you can start working oh. on because well, I think you know, that's I'm really helpful. I'm doing quite a bit of business coaching. I do the intuitive business coaching a lot with it. But that's always about healing their issues because that's what stops them from really being successful. Yep. And this is, I think, probably... Probably the same thing right under that umbrella because I know mm-hmm. I know for me it's true that, you know, I have to really remember before I even get started to get that right mindset. You know how you had us, you know, do that meditation mm-hmm. before we started here today. I think that right there is all the proof you need and a great testimony for how to do social media. You prepare your mind, body, and soul. You yep. know when you're going in what to expect, and you're just really appreciative and grateful to just be showing up there, and it's all good after that. (laughs) Grateful to be showing up, and that's it. It's important to just show up. Mm -hmm. You know, I know you have a wonderful free offer for people, and what they can do is they can go to the link um, from on the calendar page and click on it to get it. You want to share what your gift is? Because I think it's an important one. Oh, my goodness, you're too funny. Mind Vitamin Minutes with Deb Scott, yours truly. And (laughs) Mind Vitamin Minutes to me is just those little bite-sized things, just like anything else. You know, my vitamins once a month, they don't work if I just take my B12 once a month. i got to kind of take it little little bits every day, you know, on a consistent level. So just little different turnkey ideas, new ways of thinking that create the new ways of being and doing. And ah, so that's what you meant by it. Yes, yes, little I things, little, now. little, little, little twists and turns to try to change the way we think about things. Because, you know, you're a psychotherapist, but so much of it is just perception. Well, and I, as what I wound up doing is wind up doing a lot of business coaching for many years as an intuitive, and now I'm training others in doing that and being more intuitive in their businesses. Mm-hmm. And the business or the business of living, it's the same thing, isn't it? I agree completely. The business of living. I love that you talked about that for you. (laughs) Well, it's all, it's, you know, it's, it's like wherever you go, there you are, that old saying. And it's true. And, you know, you can't be one person in your business and then another person at home unless you're schizophrenic. But some people do that. They're not sociopaths. But I don't think the people on this call are any of those. So, no. you <laughs> know, not you be drawn to this kind of thing. No, just don't think they are. I don't know why. 
but um yeah that that is definitely um you know something that we can carry through in in all areas of our life and i do think that everything is connected so i i i, I do believe that some of the most unexpected best surprises you know come when come when you don't you don't anticipate them <laughs> that's really true and that's what's amazing is um I had no idea how this call would go with you today because we haven't had a, much of a chance to chat before, and this has been such fun. It, is, it has been fun. Well, I'm so – see, we're in the Mutual Admiration Society, too. <laughs> Did you have any doubt? I had no doubt. I was I, – I knew it would be great because I've seen all the work you've done. You put your heart and soul into it, and you've got Lisa and the team, and so many of these people that you have on the call – uh, calls coming up through the the days are people that I'm excited to hear about and listen to that I've been doing work with offline but haven't had a real chance to hear their voice and and learn what they have to teach and you know the happiest people are always lifelong learners so that's really true this has been such fun and I am so appreciative to have you on this call and to have everyone else and me <laughs> learn more about social media well, thank you, thank you, and it's been a privilege and an honor, and it's, you know, hey, we're not finished yet, and no. the best is yet to come. So if people learn things, please do tell me, because I'm always wanting to learn new things, and I, I will share with you, and thank you so much for being a blessing. And, um, and I want to recommend that people go on Facebook and share what you got from this call today, because that would be wonderful. Uh, and maybe you can make a comment on it, Deb, on what you were sharing, and I'll make a comment, and we can get some dialogue going there, people. Come on. Absolutely. There we go. First, That's how we can do it, right? <laughs> That's it, because you learn by doing. You learn how to love by loving. You learn how to use social media by getting on there. So we'll follow your lead and make comments on Facebook. Sounds good to me. This has been fun. And everyone, go listen to the call again. Hear what... Deb has been saying, because this is wonderful advice and some is brand new for me, and I want to remind all of you that in a few hours, uh, let's see, 3 p.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. Eastern, we're going to hear Christy Whitman, so come on the call then. She has some important stuff to share about creating an attraction-based business, so I want to send you all off with love, blessings, and great social media experiences, and I want to know what you gained and which ones you like using. So let me know. And thanks again so much, Deb. This has been fun. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone, and thank you so much. Yeah. Thank Bless you, too, Lisa, in the background. I know she's in there in the background taking yes, care of Lisa's things. Lisa's here so. in the background. She's waving at you. <laughs> feeling the love, Lisa. Feeling the love. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone.